Hey, this is Stephen Callis. It is uh, the beginning of January. We are already starting the early voting for the special election to replace Councilman Frazier as he has stepped down to run for another office. And my friend, Vicente Torres, had done an interview with me approximately nine months ago when he was running in the last general election for the city council. He threw his hat in the ring for this special election. So, uh, in lieu of doing a whole new interview, which may still occur, or even getting a chance to do an interview with the other guy, Patrick Clotier, I think is the name. Don't forgive me if I get that wrong, which I'd be happy to do and give equal time, if you will. There's a, approximately a 20-minute interview that's going to follow this that I did with Vicente, in which he answers a number of questions relating to the city and where we're going and what he thinks would be best. So please take the time, invest before you vote know what at least one of the candidates thinks and whether or not you agree with me or not that he is the best candidate, please take the time, invest it. Know what your candidate or your opposition thinks. With that, I will attach the following interview. Thank you and have a good night. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Stephen Callis, and I have the uh, privilege of interviewing yet a, uh, another candidate for the local municipal races here in McKinney. I'll let him introduce himself in just a moment. Uh, Vicente and I are uh, acquaintances, good acquaintances, I guess would be a fair statement, uh, but we generally haven't taken much time to talk politics, so every question I give him, he really doesn't know what's coming. A little leap of faith on his part, I guess. So we will get started here momentarily. All right, so go ahead and introduce yourself, and uh, what can you tell the uh, citizens of McKinney what to expect? Right, well, my name is Vicente Torres. I work uh, with UT Dallas. Um, uh, my main job there is uh, managing um, grants and contracts that come in for professors, so um, kind of following and overseeing the funds that come and go, that kind of thing. Um, as far as... Here in McKinney, I've lived in McKinney for about five years now. Uh, me and my wife and my son moved up here from Plano, where my wife and I both graduated from Plano, her from Plano, me from Plano East, and really got involved in city politics as soon as I got here. Um, one of the biggest things that I've noticed uh, being here was actually getting people on city council to speak to you and getting your questions answered. And the more that I've done these block walkings and met more people uh, across the city, that's the same thing that I hear from a lot is they don't really get much um, feedback from the city and they don't feel like what they do have to say is actually heard or that anybody actually pays attention to it. That's a lot of the reason that I'm running. The other reason is um, everybody understands that we've got high taxes here in McKinney. The, the city will tell you that they dropped the tax rate. However, because our uh, value continues to rise, we continue to pay more. So what we can do about that is get in business um, businesses to help take on that burden, and that's what we need to offset that tax base here in McKinney. Uh, so that's one of the things that I would like to, to help with and kind of make McKinney more of a, a business-friendly, if you will, um, place for, for people to come. Okay, so in the next question, go ahead and make sure you state uh, what race you're in. Uh, we're leaving opponents out. We're not 
talking about opponents, just what you are bringing. Right. So why are you the best choice for this role and kind of make it a 90-second elevator speech, kind of buttress off what you already did, I guess. So I'm running for District 3. Uh, I feel like I'm the best choice because I am not beholden to anybody by meaning I'm not a real estate guy. I'm not a um, you know lawyer. I don't come from a lot of money. I come from what majority of the citizens are right here in McKinney, uh, making it through month to month. And I want to be that person that can stand up and say, hey, I want what's the best for my neighbors because what's the best for them is the best for me. I'm raising my family here. I don't plan on leaving McKinney for, you know, anytime soon. So what I can do for McKinney, you know, I feel like is what needs to be done for the common person who lives here in McKinney. Okay, so the first question is, what is one thing that you would choose to fix. Now, I know that you've had a question that's been up for over a year, if I'm not mistaken, on one of the social media groups, basically saying, what would be one thing that you would want to change in the city of McKinney? So in your opinion, what is the one thing that is the most important thing that needs to be fixed in the city of McKinney? The one thing that needs to be fixed and the thing that I hear the most about is less apartments. Um, when you look through there, that's one of the biggest things. And in connection with that is continuing to have our green spaces here in McKinney uh, to keep McKinney um, unique by nature. I feel like there's a lot of people that feel that we're losing that side of McKinney and we're going to wind up, you know, in the sorts of Plano where it's kind of a concrete jungle and everything is just paved over and uh, it's not that beautiful community that it used to be. And we don't want that for McKinney. I think those are the I would have to say, I'd have to put both of those in there to be the biggest things that um, people responded to that question about. Okay, so now the flip side of that coin is what's one thing or the first thing that you would think of that the city of McKinney has done right and that you appreciate most from the city of McKinney? Uh, so one thing that the city of McKinney has done right um, I'm not sure that it was the government so much of McKinney, the city council, because they wanted to sell that parkland, but the people showed up and the people spoke and the people took charge of what they want to see for the future of their city. And I think that's what, um, what I would say the best thing that's happened is the people are actually paying attention and getting involved now. And that's my key for running is getting more people involved to have a say of what goes on in McKinney. Okay, so just for clarification purposes, would you mind telling the listeners which parkland you're referring to? Um, oh, Lord, now I forget the name of that park. Where is it located at? It's over on the east side. Um, you talking um, about by Wilson Creek, or are you talking about uh, a different park? I have completely drawn okay we're gonna we're gonna put a pin in that we'll return in just a moment so that you can have a moment to think of it you know it happens sometimes when you go live right so if you're elected how would you best communicate to areas outside of mckinney what is special about mckinney what would be the thing that you would use to sell um People that don't live here to come here. What makes McKinney special? What What's your sales pitch? So what what I would tell people, I mean, honestly, is that 
we really do have a close-knit community and that we do have a community that cares about the community. We have, um, uh, again, I go back because I am a big outdoors person and I do want um, to continue McKinney uh, having that green space and having that area. So I think bringing people into McKinney, you can reach out, I mean, on multiple different levels as far as um, like social media, that kind of thing. But also when um, when these people come and talk and these companies come and talk about, hey, coming to McKinney, we really are a family-based city. And the family wants to stay close together for the majority of the part. And that will bring your employers here in the city. That will um, have an, a lasting impact because people will want to stay here in our city if we do um, you know, pro- approach it correctly in the future. Okay, well, now that you've brought up future, that is the fifth scripted question, if you will. Where do you see the future going in McKinney? What, what would be your vision to either build out McKinney or some goals or ideas that you would like to see implemented in the future for McKinney? So for the future of McKinney, I would like to see us reaching out to more of these tech startups that actually bring in a lot of jobs and keep jobs right here in the city. Um, I would like to see something as far as um, in our future planning, kind of what happens um, down in, uh, now I forget the other name of that city, that's de- is down in Houston. Um, kind of like the Woodlands? Woodlands. So like the Woodlands where they kind of, part of their plan is when you develop there, they want you to keep that natural woodlands look and keep some nature about their city. Um, I think that's something that's incredibly important. So as we build out McKinney, because there's nothing you can do to stop it. Uh, everybody would love to have this small town feel forever. But unfortunately, we have so many people coming to this area that you just can't stop it. But you can control it. You can kind of um, uh, direct the trajectory of it. So I feel that we could keep our natural feel of McKinney while still growing at the same time. Um, Also, I think we just need to find ways to reach out to the public to create more community events Um, because I think when you create those events, you get more of that hometown feel that people love. Okay, so this is going to be a follow-up question. So I, I see posted or I've heard for several years how A lot of people in McKinney think that we need to emulate the things that have gone on in Frisco, like the Legacy West, which I guess technically is Plano, but certain developments like the uh, billion billion, uh, dollar mile in Frisco off of uh, the tollway there, or maybe even uh, Waters Crossing down in uh, Allen, or perhaps even the villages where, you know, it spans between Allen and Fairview. Those are like hubs of interest and they bring in people, they especially bring in people from out of the city or out of maybe even this further out in the state as like an attraction. How do you think that we might be able to maybe not emulate or do the exact thing, but what do you think would be a good way to approach that as far as what, what can we do in McKinney that's special or different to distinguish us from our neighbors to the south and west of us? So for me, I would like to see um, something similar to that effect, but something that not only brings people in, but also keeps people in McKinney. 
where we don't have to go to Frisco, we don't have to go to Plano, we don't have to go to those places. But I would like to see something. Um, I kind of like what's what's going on in Fairview with the the malls that's in there, um, where you've got some places to eat, you've got some places to go bowling. Um, I think one of the things like we talked about earlier from that um, that question I had posted online about what would you change about McKinney, and a lot of a lot of comments on there were about like a putt putt golf, something for families to do. So I feel like a lot of those areas are more. I don't know, I think adult-oriented. And I think if we're going to do something like that, I would prefer to have something that's more family-oriented more than just adult-oriented, more than just going to a bar and and that kind of thing. Okay, so I guess I'm going to throw in one more additional follow-up because we're gone through this pretty quick. So when you look at uh, venues, right, or, or attractions, people that come to partake in it or to come and visit you're kind of pivoting that you would like them to come and stay for more than just a day or they more than they stay for more than just that one event and you know one of the uh, things that i found interesting is down in the colony they have a big development all centered around the nebraska furniture mart location there and they've kind of turned that into quite the venue space as they are working on building that out which in many ways kind of is a similar concept to what the villages are, you know, both in Fairview and Allen's um, locations there where it's more than one thing and it's built and it's built out. And while McKinney has the downtown and the old courthouse and we have, I guess, an arts district as well as a restaurant district all in that downtown square area, but we've got lots of space to work with and you know we've tried for the better part of a decade to do something on 121 and 75 and now we've got the hub 121 that is being developed what i understand from that is both of those developments have a lot of government money tied up in them and trying to launch them and they from what i've observed they haven't really been successful thus far what is something that maybe we could look at that would entice a large company or several larger companies to maybe come in and do something without having to basically give away the farm to have them come in. Are there any other approaches that maybe we could take, whether with zoning or whether with um, permitting or anything like that? Is there just, I mean, thinking outside of the box, you know, I, I don't think anybody that's listening to this is looking for you to say, this is what we must do, but more of a, if I was given the ability, how might I do this differently or what might I do to attract some of these um, companies, some people with some vision to come in? What, what do you think maybe we could look at doing? I think the, the biggest thing is, because I've talked with a, a number of uh, small business owners anyway who are opening up businesses in the area. Um, one was a restaurant owner who opened up uh, close by my house. And when I spoke with them, his main concern was that it was incredibly hard to get his restaurant opened up. And a lot of it had to do with the permitting process. So I think that's one thing that we do need to look at because it's not the first time I've heard it from people is that the permitting process is rather difficult for some reason. Uh, so that's something that I'm looking into now to, to get a better understanding of it because you know I haven't opened a business. 
Um, I'm a nine to five guy, so I haven't done done that. But I'd like to know where it is and why there's issues and and why uh, some of these people that I've spoken with feel like it's a harder process than it should be to get open. Uh, again, I go back to when we when we want to bring in these businesses to do things, um, you know, entertainment based or something that gets these families out. I think it is a great selling point that McKinney does bring a lot of families in. Like I mentioned, downtown, it does bring a lot of people in. I was down there the other day during the day uh, in the middle of the week and the, you couldn't park anywhere. There was a lot of people down there. There was a lot of people that came in and, and a lot of these people aren't from McKinney. They're from the surrounding areas and they enjoy what our downtown area has to offer. Um, I think you can use that as a selling point that, hey, look, we already have people coming to McKinney. Um, we already have people here in McKinney who want to do stuff in McKinney. So if we can sell them on the idea and make them understand that we have the customer base, if you will, here in McKinney, we have the people who want to stay in McKinney, then I think it's an easy sell as far as that goes. Uh, I don't think that you have to always give them money to incentivize them to come. Um, I think it's... Uh, you rely on what you do have. You have a great community, and a lot of the people here in this community like to get out and, and enjoy the community. Okay, good. Uh, so I want you to think, um, in the next two to three minutes, what would you leave as your closing statement or for p potential voters to think about when they go into the voting booth, either for early voting or on May 1st, what what is it that you think they would should remember and that they should keep in mind when they go to vote? Uh, the biggest thing for me is that I did I've I've joined this race and I, I've ran for for district three because I feel like this is the right thing to do. I feel like everybody in the city should be getting involved in what's going on in their city and have a say for what's going on in their city and the representative who's representing them should actually represent them and should be responsible to them, should respond when um, when you ask questions of them. Because uh, like I said it before, that's one of the things that I felt my questions went unanswered. And I don't think there's an excuse for that. Your representative should be there representing you. And if they're not willing to answer your questions, then what's the point in them being in that position? So uh, I even had a guy the other day wanted to know about some development that was going on across the street from his house. He said he'd been working on it for months and hadn't got any responses. Um, I told him, e send me an email. Let me know, and I will, I'll get you an answer. Well, he sent me an email. I already had the answer that one day and got him it back. And he's like, I can't believe you got this back to me. I've been emailing the uh, council. I've been emailing the code uh, office and and everybody else and nobody's been able to get me an answer i can't believe you gave me an answer so fast and I said, well that's what we're supposed to do that's what we're supposed to be here for we are your advocate we're your representative for the city and through us is the way that the city will go so i just that's the biggest things that i want people to understand is that i'm here to serve the city um, i'm not here to serve myself i'm here to serve each one of the voters that are here in the city Okay, well, uh, thank you for your time tonight. Uh, this will be posted up. I will provide you with a digital copy via email before you leave. Thank you. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, this is for your uh, education and for your uh, understanding of 
the candidates that we have running. I'll have at least one more interview coming later this week, uh, potentially two. So thank you again for your uh, time today. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you next time. Thank you. This